podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome, Treasure listener, to the Anfield Index podcast, which is brought to you in partnership with LibertyShield.com, the perfect VPN companion for all your football viewing, where you can get 25% off everything using coupon code AIVPN. It is episode 261 today. We've had a little layoff. I'm Trev Denny. I'm podcasting to you as I voluntarily self-isolate here in my field in beautiful rural Ireland. And I'm joined as ever by Carl Kopak and by Cam Branch and in the background by producer Guy Drinkle. Um, I think it's important that we try to lighten what is a very, very heavy and dark mood occasionally. The show won't do that throughout because there are some sort of odd stuff and serious stuff that we want to talk about. But I'm going to get the ball rolling because I've been desperately looking for rabbit holes to dive down. Most of them have been, you know, of a alternate history, conspiratorial nature, just to sort of take my mind off the, uh, the shit show that's unfolding. But a lot of it has been comedy. And if I'm looking for comedy, I go to my two heroes, uh, Vic and Bob. And Bob's got a new character that he's been previewing lately. Um, he's kind of a... Alex obnoxious, uh, sort of um, upwardly mobile notions about himself type of guy. He thinks he's very on trend. He thinks he's talking uh, the lingo of the youth. He thinks he's very much it. Uh, He's become known as Train Guy, and I'm going to play you a couple of little bits of Train Guy now for your uh, edification. Hi, Colin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off to London, head office. Yeah, London. Yeah, city of success. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to pitch an idea for my um, new app. Um, it's basically a networking hub, you know, for um, real estate giants. Yeah, yeah, you and me, Carl. Yeah, that's right. Um, going to need metal tits, really, to pull this one off. So you better wish me welcome, Carl. Yeah. Okay. Well, have a campitutu on me. Yep. Yeah, you're an adult wolf, Cole. Okay, see ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hi, Carl. Yeah, I'm doing good Rooney. Yeah, good Rooney with a cream horn on top. Yeah. Um, just off to uh, London, Achievement City, yeah? Yeah, for a bit of wee coupement. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, gonna kick its bare ass till the moon, you know, weeps in sympathy. <laughs> hey, guess, uh, Jeff Linton? Jeff Linton's gonna be there. Yeah, hope my tits don't get too chaotic in the crossfire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like Chris Kamara on speed. I know, I know, I know, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, um, I'll catch you soon in the success net call. Yeah, have a campuchu on me. You are, of course, as always, um, a male insect. <laughs> Great. Yeah. See you, Cole. Ciao, Annabella. Now, it goes on like that. I recommend you look up Train Guy on YouTube and you'll be treated to more Bob. Um, it makes me laugh, Carl, because I know someone like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I was- I heard- 
Sorry, go on. I, 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 maybe I maybe I know more than one person like that. I suppose is what I was going to say. <laughs> I was on a tube about six months ago, and I heard there was, there was about three people in their suits, early twenties, and they got on. They were quite loud. It's sort of mid morning thing. I was on my way to a meeting, and um, they practiced their pictures at each other from across the tube. Yeah, Straight yeah, say up. that. Yeah, say that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, lead with that. Lead with that stat. Yeah, then go for that. Okay, that's really good. Okay, right, Colin. Now you have a go. I thought, oh, please. Please, oh. Please, please, please crash. It was straight up. Like, there was no irony. They were just... No, no, pitch. they were doing it. And they, oh. and they loved doing it as well. They loved it. Can I can I guess that at that point, by the by the end of the of the train journey, your sphincter had receded some two feet? I gave them what I, what I like to call the prick look. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you just look up and just sort of narrow your eyes or roll your eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You. you. Yeah, yeah. Talking about you. I, I imagine you've. Uh, I imagine you got quite the prick look. I'm looking forward to come back to get your opening thoughts. But we did say it's, 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 well, I was going to say it's the Stephen Gerrard's withering look that I've perfected over the years. Well, if you've got as low a hairline as Steve, Steve Gerrard, you're doing well, man. I, I will be back to you momentarily for your opening yeah. thoughts, which is going to lead us into our first point of conversation. Uh, but I want to welcome Cam Branch back to the show. Cam. Um, You've been uh, very much uh, flaunting yourself across social media um, <laughs> in, a, in a very sort of, you know, look at me fashion. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't fail, therefore, to look at you. Uh, I noticed. Well, you, you, you were giving me the prick look earlier, weren't you? I, I was giving you the prick tone of voice. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we're not quite on Scott. Yeah, I've got the hump with you, man, because you, you, <laughs> you don't seem enthusiastic enough about what, what is our beloved show. Um, yeah, you know, for and and obviously, there's also been, there's been the diva behaviour. There's been the diva absences, which has led to two week, two week. Oh yeah, uh, all on me, all on me, all on you, bro. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, But anyway, um, sorry, I, 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 I do, I do want to just make a fresh start with you here now on the airwaves and just say, listen, Emily, give us your opening quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> two little quick quotes, uh, no relevance at all to anything but i've had these quotes in my little notes for a while i've got loads of them actually but i'll do the two little ones so first one when you're accustomed to privilege equality feels like oppression so true yep second one if you defend if you defend free speech for bigots but not to combat bigotry then you believe in bigotry not free speech You know, I, I I have the height of admiration for our listeners, primarily because they're still our listeners after all these shows. <laughs> um, but but and, and and as a result, I don't think they need to hear stuff like that. But I think our listeners could do worse than quote that wisdom at at least one or two people they know because uh, that resonates quite uh, quite heavy. Both of them uh, quite heavily with me with a, a few people who could do it hearing them yeah I'm, I'm very impressed uh, Emlyn you've redeemed yourself immensely fair play to you uh, thanks for that uh, Carl your, your opening idea it's a quote and it's this everybody knows that pestilences have a way of recurring in the world yet somehow we find it hard to believe in ones that crash down on our skies sorry on our heads from a blue sky there have been as many plagues as wars in history yet always plagues and wars take people equally by surprise 
It's tremendous. It's apt. Who's it by? That is a book called La Peste by Albert Camus, which translates as The Plague. I've been thinking about that today. It's a fantastic book to plague. It really is. And uh, obviously, it's not just about a plague in, in a town called Oran, O-R-A-N. Um, but it's the, how man reacts to, um, and women, uh, react to um, plagues and how this when they're basically they're locked inside a town because of a plague that is going on there. And uh, I just love that line about, um, yeah, always plagues and wars take pe- people equally by surprise. Yeah, yeah, and whatever about um, the man on the street, um, it's particularly enervating to see how much by surprise it has taken the people who are in apparent authority. Um, because it's us now. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing for me, because plagues happen all over the world all the time, but if it happens in Syria or something like that, or or you know, or East Africa, then it's not really a problem. And now it's us. Suddenly we're interested. Well, did you hear about the plagues of locusts, which were, well, they're ongoing, um, and they have been quite literally biblical in Africa over the last uh, couple yeah. of weeks. And the reason I ask is because more than likely, the majority of humanity hasn't. And it's apocalyptic. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, type in locust plague Africa right now into your search engine. It is unbelievable. But of course, that doesn't register with us. Um, what registers with us is what upsets us. And what's really upsetting us at the moment is, of course, the old uh, COVID-19. It's um, causing a whole lot of hassle for a whole lot of people. Um, it's potentially societal changer um it's 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 hard to speak about it without getting quite heavy and i don't want to but i wondered was there somewhere in particular you were going with that is that really your takeaway from the from from old albert's quote there um that you know it's the fact that it's such an old book and it's relevant today um there's a tiny part of me obviously i I hope nobody gets ill and or, or even worse than that but there is a tiny part of me. I'm like this with storms as well. Um, I sort of like it every now and then when nature wins. Do you know what I mean? Like we're, we're sort of we're not prepared for nature because you know we are we are the dominant species on this uh, on this that we are the virus with shoes as um, as Bill Hicks said on this rock third from the sun. Um, but every now and then nature wins, and it just amazes me how we're not prepared for it. And we weren't prepared for it in. Um, obviously, I should say about this book that some people think it's a. It's an, uh, an allegorical tale of uh, a French resistance during the Second World War or what that sort of thing, because um, um, it's the rats that die first in in, uh, in uh, La Peste. But um, I just find that interesting. And I should say, I, I can't emphasize this. Often. I do not want people to be ill or worse or anything like that. But nature nature winning is a, is a thing we don't we don't expect at all, or at least threatening us. I realise this has got nothing to do with football, but that's just something that's been in my head recently. I don't, I don't see how anyone can say it's got anything but to do with football, given that that's all we've been talking about, and we've been talking about through the prism of the uh, Liverpool supporter. And uh, we will go on to do that in a minute. And I want to get both of your takes on the essentially trivial uh, football related issues, because that's what we are here to do is to slightly entertain people. But just on the note of that, um, the madness that has descended upon, um, upon every country in the world, my own small country. I know, um, there have been announcements today. There have been, been announcements by old, uh, 
uh, Boris today as well. Uh, we heard Trump trying to be um, somber and presidential yesterday. Uh, there's something massive going down. And the reaction by the great unwashed, who should be washing their hands more, has been quite interesting. I know anecdotally, uh, I have seen uh, queues going out of supermarkets. Um, they announced the school closures today, and uh, by four o'clock when I was on my way home after school, uh, I thought I'd call in like if, <laughs> like an idiot. I thought I'd call in and get some milk into the supermarket. That was a bad idea because the queues were out the door and rationing or limiting uh, per customer is already going on because people are idiots. Uh, and the young one in the supermarket when I finally did get in was rolling her eyes and saying, do they not know we're getting a delivery tomorrow? I said, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know either. And they're literally, we've seen the pictures from Australia with people battling each other, like, you know, for, for bog roll. Uh, I, there's an amazing, this is, this is incredible. There's a, a dude called Owen Murphy who contributes to some podcasts in Ireland here. Um, and he's just tweeted the following. A lady just came up and took a packet of garlic bread from my trolley when she thought I wasn't looking. <laughs> we have lost the plot, people, he says. And that that's pretty much, you know, it's, it's a comparatively trivial one, and yet it's perfect. It's perfect. It's the, I'm looking out for me. I'm all right, Jack, bullshit uh, that you expect from people. And it's, just infinitely disappointing. Cam, have you noticed any impact on you or those around you in terms of what's been announced lately, like the more uh, urgent announcements? Although, by the way, compared to us, uh, Boris is not closing schools or anything like that. I know the level of investment is paltry. Um, have you noticed any sort of uh, reaction around you? Um, on a personal level, uh, my line of work has been decimated because nobody's traveling so um i i rely very much on business travelers and obviously all businesses have uh, ceased to you know they've all put worldwide travel bans in so that's just on a personal level uh mrs b works in a in a in a, in a supermarket asda uh, to our american listeners uh, they may know it as walmart um and she says folks are going crazy in the supermarkets um we can't get pasta. Uh, we can't get dry food. You know, even the tin food is running out. And it's like, like you say, don't they know there's more deliveries coming in? But as soon as the stock goes on the shelf, it's gone. Literally, they're just standing there like a plague of locusts. With that in mind. <laughs> very good, very good. But, but what I will also say is this, yeah, um, because I'm in one of those moods right now. To all you moronic idiots who are hoarding all this food because the apocalypse is coming or whatever it is. Mad Max. Yeah. Do not ever, ever, ever have the audacity to complain or say shit about anybody who's fleeing a war-torn, famined country ever again because you are the lowest of the low yeah it's different though cam because it's us now yeah it's that point again carl you're right it's yeah. that point again it's it, it's it's biting close to home it's like i saw the but does that go back to my opening quote 
It does, man. I saw the cover yeah. of, I saw the cover of the Daily Hile there. And again, sorry, by the way, if you're one of the three Tories who keep listening to us, stop listening to us. <laughs> because because you're only gonna you're only gonna annoy yourself tweeting me in DMs and saying, ha 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 and getting a little bit edgy and then it'll spill over and then I'm gonna have to hand you your freaking arse. Okay, so that was very aggressive, and I love you really. Uh, but if, if you're going to be aggressive, then you're going to get it back, and then some on top of that. But I saw the cover of the Daily Hile, and it's got a whole load of uh, raft of measures of uh, uh, monies being paid for, you know, um, various types of, of uh, social relief and all the rest of it. And it was a very good point being made by the person who was picturing this and 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 and, and speaking about. It. If that had been, um, say, someone like uh, someone like um, uh, Corbyn, uh, it would have been socialist madness. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's just about the spin, and it's just uh, here's here's where, here's where I am, and I, I'm going to use this to segue into football. The idea of politicizing something like this is disgusting beyond belief. It's just disgusting beyond belief, and people are playing politics with it. My inner conspiracy theory theorist thinks that it's a hell of a lot more to do with that exact game than an awful lot of us know. But I'll tell you this, when it spills over into football, which is essentially an entertainment business, though it is serious business, though it is serious professional business, though it is, it's essentially an entertainment. And most of the people who are involved in it, who are the very best people like our manager, they understand that when you see it spilling into that area and you see Pep Guardiola disingenuously talking shit about cancelling the league and you see Gary Neville talking shit about cancelling the league and you see um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer doing the same, you know that that's not motivated by anything other than personal interest and antipathy towards a club who are markedly better than everybody else. And I know yeah. we've, I know I'm sort of now going away from the very serious to the comparatively trivial, but I want to get into our football here. Do you agree with what I'm saying there, Carl? Cause I mean, that rubbed me up the wrong way. It, 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 it all, it sounded all sorts of wrong to me. Well, the, the first thing I'll say, if, if people are panic buying, um, you know, hand sanitizer and, uh, and toilet roll, cause they think it's going to make them better. Can I f- point out? that um, online rites of passage novels are also going to help you as well. So you might want to start panic buying some of them as well. Notably um, <laughs> from Liverpool Bone writers, if you can think about that. And the good thing about the online book is they never, ever run out, but have a go. Have a go. See if you can... Do have a go. Put, put, this, put that theory to the test and see yeah. if we can finally dry up the let's, stocks. Let's see if we can clear Amazon Kindle. Let's see if we can do it. Yeah. Because um, as a nation, I don't think you're British unless you do that. <laughs> um, um, or Scouse or Red or, or, or anything, really. And let's do it for the children. So I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff. I, I love football. It's a huge part of my life. Um, it's up there with music for me as well. It's, and, um, which bit is, but I think music's slightly more important, but, um, because you can't be, you can't be let down by an album. So much so that ruined your email, ruined your weekend. But um, I'd say that that sort of talk, people are fucking dying. Can we just not do? Let's stop Liverpool winning league. That'll be funny after thirty years. Yeah. People are dying. People are seriously ill. This is this is not nothing. Can you just fucking put that aside for one minute and be a human being? 
But I, 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 I want Liverpool to win the league because we will win the league. They're not going to cancel this season as well. And to even claim that it might be a good idea is just the act of a prick. But Carl, I'd have, I'd have even, I'd have even paused and sort of done it, done a prick look at them. Uh, to use your phrase, if it had just been top bands, but it wasn't. It was po' face sincerity. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. And, and that can just go and fuck itself. That's that's just terrible, terrible behaviour. Um, because there was no interest for the the greater good of mankind. There it was entirely self interested. I just found it, I found it massively galling. I have to say, and 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 you know about this, you just you've just made a very um, a very strong statement there. We saw. This is see things. Everything's changing. Like the world is changing every every few hours, at the moment, and this is what I was talking about. My inner conspiracy theories. We know how this movie goes. We've all seen this fucking movie, yeah. right? Know how it goes. And part of us, I think, there's a lot of conditioning that's gone on where we we know what we're supposed to feel. And the fear is an incredible thing. Like I actively work on a daily basis since this shit started to just calm myself and think clearly. And I find that I'm sort of unable then to take part in public discourse about it because fear is all that rules everything. And when your amygdala shrinks like, or sorry, uh, um, expands like that, you're no good to man or beast. You're just a reactionary. You are a sort of, you're just, you're going to whatever the, the 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 current sway is. You're that woman stealing the garlic bread. You're the people fighting over toilet paper. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But you made a statement there. It's interesting. You said this will not be cancelled. And we saw Brendan Rodgers today saying that several of his players have uh, self-isolated. We know that Arsenal have had to do that. I, I think their period, it's a nominal one. It felt like a bit of a cheat anyway. is soon to end anyway, if not already ended. But who knows who will be next? Why, do, why are you so certain that this league will be finished, will get played out? Uh, money. Okay. Explain that to me. Because money, money, money is in charge of everything, and if the the sponsors be kept happy, there's no way they'll cancel anything. They might cancel the they might delay the Euros and let the season run late, um, but there's no way they cancel the season because there's people uh, who would want their money back, and the football league and the FA won't allow that for a second. Well, they I hope they they won't be prepared to take a hit on it. I hope you're right, and I'm going to pitch something that you can because um, I've been very, very forthright about this and frank about it and i think i've said it on this show i certainly said it last night on raw when we were staring in the barrel of um the league being uh the one thing that we have that we've always wanted that's still alive and we were thinking okay it's sad to be out of just this league, yeah yeah exactly the, the the virgil thing of just league and we we're just looking at look i said and i i i stand by this i don't give a shiny fuck if there's two people um, who are holding cameras uh, from high above on some sort of drones and nobody else in the ground as we get these six points. I don't care if Jordan Henderson is doing his little patented trophy lift to only himself and the lads and Kloppo and the staff. Don't care. I don't care if himself... Google S. Say again? Google S. Tell me what's it on Google S. We let you know what Google Earth is. Street View. Let's watch it exactly. But here, and I'm coming to I'm coming to what a, what a, a loyal listener said later on. You see, I don't care about this cam. I don't care because watching it, even if every every individual is in a glass box and Jordan's lifting the trophy, I will be 
unbridled in my joy because I've been waiting for this for three freaking decades. Do you feel the same or would you be leaning into the disappointment of not being able to have the party and the, the parade and the, the full Anfield and all that crack? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a, a tricky one because I would be a little bit disappointed because it, you part of winning the league is it's not just the football team that's won the league then. It's not just the club that's won the league. We're part of the club. We are as much the club as what everybody else who is employed at the club is. We make the club what it is in a way. So if for us to miss out on that, that's going to be hard. Yes, we could, you know, we'll, we'll have a TV, you know, we'll watch it on TV and, you know, we'll, we'll celebrate as much as we would have if we were there. I mean, I've got the Olympiacos Wolves game on here. And it's it's like watching Man City play. There's no one in the stadium. You know? I've got loads of shade here. Don't worry. Um, so um, it, 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 will take, it will take the gloss off it. But not, not, no, no, no. It won't take the gloss off it. It'll take a, it will take a little bit away from it. You know, but... It's ultimately about winning the league. And going back to that little, just that little thing I said about just the league, I just want to touch on something here. When United won the league after 26 years, yeah. How do you think they did in all the other competitions that year? Uh, that was oh. 1990. Yeah. 1992. 92, they did. Sorry, Leeds was 92. 93 was their first one. They did did shite in everything, didn't they? They did. They did shite in everything. Yeah. They they went out the League Cup in the third round. Yeah. The FA Cup in the fifth round, and the UEFA Cup in the first round. Do you think they gave a monkeys about any of those because they won the league? No, it was just the league. You see, when they, when, they were, bollocks when they were on their slow build towards being what they became, uh, they had, I think, I think it was 86 when Ferguson took over, unless I'm mistaken. I think it was 86. November 86. Yeah. Um, so I remember them doing reasonably well in FA Cups and stuff like that. Um, they didn't win them. Um, I remember in 1990, I think, watching them winning the Cup Winners' Cup when it was still a thing. And then admi- Mark Hughes scored, didn't he? Admiring Mark Hughes as a footballer and thinking, yeah. you know, they're no threat. I didn't give a shit about them. That was 91, by the way. Was it not? They won the FA Cup in 1990 and the Cup Winners' Cup in 91 against Bob. There you go. So the slow build, well, I, 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 had it, I had it the other way around my head. So the slow build was the, the Cup Winners and then the FA Cup. But that's already four years into his reign. Now, we've done a hell of a lot more than that under Klopp. Yeah. Um, and it's another three years before the Premier League gets gets won. Again, we will and have and are going to do a lot more under Klopp. And it's just, as you said, to hear people, and I love the pushback from Virgil van Dijk. I love the indignance of it. Um, only the Premier League. People really are so entitled. It's disgusting. You know, and I've seen people who I, I, I like them. I respect them for, for other things. But when they come out with football opinions, like 
you know, this is going to be a disappointing season if we don't get everything over the line. I understand greed, Cam. I'm greedier than anyone. I wanted all the trophies. I really wanted that last night. More than anything else, I wanted to beat fucking Diego Simeone and his gang because I don't like them and I don't like him. I was antipathy. But at the end of the day, if we are allowed to play these games, like I say, regardless of how they get played, six more points and we are mathematically champions. As far as I'm concerned, that's it. It's all over. Yeah. I can breathe. Yeah. And I'll, I will feel amazing. That's what I mean. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, I've 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 booked rooms. I want to be there for parades, but yeah. I can live without it if it means well, we win the league. Carl, after sorry. The, after the Chelsea game last week, someone said um, from another website, who really will remain nameless, um, says, you know, um, I know I realise this is self-indulgent, but you know, would you feel disappointed at winning just the league and nothing else? And I said. To be honest, you'd have to tell me in September that we'd only just won the league because I'll be too pissed to care. Um, yeah. I will do that. If someone says to me, do you know what, next year, you're just going to win the league again and nothing else. No Champions League, nothing else. Just the league. Let's, I, maybe maybe I'll have an, an extra week off and <laughs> just get pissed in October as well. Yeah. That's People don't realise what this is. And, you know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned Ferguson in the early 90s. I'll never, ever forget this. So, um, for, for, for younger listeners, um, cause I don't know how Trevor's this week. Um, when Liverpool beat, um, United in 1992 to stop them winning the league with a, a goal from, um, uh, Ray Houghton. Uh, sorry, was it Walters? No, it was Walters. Um, uh, but Ray Houghton pretty much put the ball on the line for him. Um, and they went to Ferguson for an interview afterwards. And obviously he'd lost the league to Leeds, which was like, the worst thing that could possibly happen to him. And I'll never forget, it was one of the few occasions he's, he's shown real, genuine humility. And he says, what you have to realise is just how difficult it is to win the league. You'll never realise just how difficult it is. Don't come here and tell me we've just won the league and nothing else, and it's a bit, bit of a shame because we didn't win everything. You will not believe just how hard it is to win the league. And we should know that because it's taken us 30 years. Exactly. We've got close that, three times. We've only got close three times ever. We've only gotten close three times. That's yeah. the sentence. That's yeah. the sentence, and that is the key word: is only because we, we're a fucking massive club. We we've won we've won the Champions League twice in that in that period. Um, we've won another European trophy uh, in that period. You know, uh, FA Cups have been won, but we've only gotten close. And realistically speaking, I think. Could you? Would it be fair to say that it was only really the year under Brendan where it was genuinely close? Yeah. So, um, um, two thousand and nine, it sort of fell away because it, we drew yeah, Arsenal. it yeah. petered out, didn't it? Well, I suppose it, pe- it petered out under Brendan as well. But we went into the last day of the season, and if City had cocked up, it was still possible okay, to win the league. We so, beat Newcastle, then, yeah. Exactly. So that was still quite it, like it, that was close. It, it didn't end up being quite that close in terms of the way things went. We were second, but we were never really in it. But about a month ago, nah, no, never in no. our hands. No, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, I, I, again, I, I just, it's not to be preaching to our listeners because they're a sensible lot, but it, we, we discuss these things so hopefully other people can, can, can feel like, you know, that they, it's fair enough for them to say it to other people too, because it's a sensible message to put out there. It's, it's the biggest thing. It really is the biggest thing. It, it means you're the best team. Um, we had to endure the indignity of listening to people after 2005 saying, 
you know, you're a cup team, you're not, you, you know, where, where were you in the league? How many points were you behind? And we, we all got those numbers thrown at us. And it was kind of disgusting to remember back to 2005 and how many points off the top of the league we were. 30 or something, wasn't it? It was more, I think, yeah, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was either, yeah, it was either 27 or 37. It was obnoxious. Um, and you just, it's it stuck in the crawl. But this man has built a side that is the best side in the country. Um, and, and last night, fellas, we might as well start talking about this a little bit. Last night we showed that. Um, I thought it was an awesome performance. Um, I thought it was, just a wonderful, wonderful performance. And I, I had to bite my tongue several times with colleagues today who talked about uh, the Simeone masterclass. Uh, I had to bite, I had to bite my tongue last night at Raw when, um, if a, a, a man I, all the time in the world for was talking about Diego Simeone and how he had sort of, um, dictated the play. I think last night Jurgen Klopp, Put on the masterclass. I think Liverpool dominated, impo- imposed themselves on 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 on, on Atletico. Yes, they hang, they hung in. Yes, we crossed the ball too much, but on a different night, it's three four nil in ninety minutes. Is that fair, Cam, or, or am I over egging it? No, you're absolutely right. That's the that's how it felt in the stadium. Um, we. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 heard uh, quite a few people saying, "Oh, Diego Simeone is uh, the best coach in the world. He's better than Jurgen Klopp. He's better than um, Pep Guardiola." Um, and I, I, I'm sorry, but I can't. I I, I don't agree with that. Uh, primarily because um, people like Pep and Jurgen, they evolve their systems. They change it. They they're innovative. They're always looking at new ways of um, beating the opposition. For me, Simeone tends to play one way, which is ultra-defensive first and try to pitch a goal or two. Um, and that was shown last night in the goals they scored. You know, it's not like they scored goals through wonderful attacking play that ripped us apart. It was, um, you know, primarily through our own errors. And people can shout and scream and blame Adrian as much as they want. But how about we shout and scream at uh, the, the players who missed all the chances in the second half to put the game to bed before he made those, that mistake or those mistakes? We had numerous opportunities to win that game. We hit the woodwork twice. It felt like it was a Kenny Dalglish team when we kept hitting the woodwork. Um, it was just, it was a great performance. It, really, it, really it, it, it must have been fantastic to be in the ground because it was a procession towards their goal at times. And like the stats are bananas. Uh, you know, the, there were 34 attempts by Liverpool. <laughs> 34 attempts to their yeah. 10. Uh, we had 11 on target. Now they managed six. They have a far better ratio, but yeah. we our, our attempts off target aren't far off target. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there were there were a few that whistled very very close to being on target. I I think unless I'm mistaken that Woodwork doesn't count as being on target. No, so, so we we really did threaten their goal yeah. end endlessly. And I think you're right, and Cam. The keeper, the keeper was excellent. Oh, I mean, look, the, look, Oblak showed that he, there's very little, if anything, between him and Alisson for the best in the world. As, as a shot stopper, he's phenomenal. He really is, as a shot stopper. 
Uh, whereas, whereas, and, and and you're right, you're right. It's not the time to bag on Adrienne, and I think it's just lazy and pathetic to do it. Of course it is. But but I, but we but we must hold our hands up and say that he was incredibly poor on the night. Oh, uh, shocking, you know. But, but, he, but, but shocking, he was only shocking in extra time. Well, what, what what was interesting was, uh, I think I I don't know, Cam. I think there were signs earlier, and I think there were signs in it. James in the, should have been put to bed, and I think we that, wouldn't have had those signs. No, no, you're you're right, you're right. But I think there were signs in the last couple of games that he's just not. Yeah, there's something something a little bit wobbly at the moment. But the guy has been involved in eleven Premier League wins, and he's 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 appeared eleven times. Uh, he was central to the Super Cup win. Nobody can cast any shade in his direction. Um, I saw comparisons to Carrius and all that kind of thing. It's, it's bananas. It's bananas. No, he's, way better. he's way better than Carrius. And, and irrespective, I mean, it's just, it's not on the same, it's just not on the same level um, at all. And it's just, it, it, for example, the second goal, which was the key one, really, um, like, Jordan's got a lot to answer for there, as does as does uh, I think it's Joe Gomez. Well, well, tr- the, the, the whole move because we went. Yeah, the, the whole move. We, we left one. We were all, all over the shot. But, yeah. and, and, but you see, and my problem with my problem, and the reason I said about Adriana, it wasn't really the one distribution error that was that was piss poor, but it was actually I thought maybe two, maybe three of those were savable. Oh, the, the last ones are a joke, an absolute joke. Do you know? And, and and so so we just have to hold our hands up and say he had a shocker in the night. He just did. But yes, if we had put it to bed, as Cam says, in the 90 uh, or in the first half of extra time when we were really tearing them a new one, um, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I am. I was kind of bereft immediately afterwards, Carl. But honestly, it's all it's all uh, sort of uh, the pot is sweetened by the fact that the league so far, is still on the table for us to win. And I went down a rabbit hole there earlier on. I want to come back to the point. We saw that Leicester are self-isolating some players. Uh, we saw that Arsenal are doing the same. And yet there have been statements, especially on today of all days when all the measures are being introduced. There have been statements, and you said about the money thing. I, I, I mean, are you, if you were to, if you were, I know you're not really a betting man no more than myself, but if you were to throw a, 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 a cheeky 50 pounds, would you say, yes, look, we're going to, this will get done. The games will be played. There might be a week or two or three or four where players go into quarantine and then when we're, when they're all cleared, uh, we can get on with it. Do you think that's the most likely? I think that's the most likely. Yeah, don't forget, these players are tested every single day anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not as if it's... It's not like us three waiting two days to get a doctor's appointment. It's they, they walk in and knock on a door, those players, if they're ill or get the slightest twinge or anything at all, and they're immediately rested. You know, the, the old sort of... Uh, um, uh, it's, like, it's like the Arsenal-Man uh, City game. That was called off strictly as a precautionary measure. The word precautionary was used more than once, as in we just want to be on the safe side because Arsenal might have an issue, but we don't think they have, but they might have. We're not even going to risk it. So I think there's, there's going to be an element of that. The games this season are going to get played. Of course it will. But but do you reckon there'll be a lockdown period of two weeks, three weeks, a month, and then hopefully people will be emerging without who are I think eight? I think there'll be something like that, yeah. I don't know it'll be that yeah. long, to be honest. I think there'll be a couple of games tops. Mm. I think the word that we're looking for is or the term will be the league is being temporarily suspended, not yeah. cancelled, 
Suspend- they, they, they've done it in Spain, haven't they? They've yeah. It today. Uh, yeah. I mean, the NBA in, in the US is obviously they've they've suspended. They haven't cancelled. Yeah. But I believe that's the case. You know. Where, yeah. You know, hurl hurl abuse at me if I'm wrong. By all means, I'll just ignore it. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, you ignore me on Twitter, so I don't know why I bother with you. Uh, I, don't, I don't speak on Twitter anymore. I'm fucking sick of it. I know. I can believe it. Um, it's not the thing. It's fucking just my head in. <laughs> We've won the league, lads. Can I just say that? Yeah. Well, I'm not that yeah. calling it. It's far too early to call it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you. Hey, I, I put it in Discord the other day. You know, if we win the league, yeah. if we win the league, yeah, and I and I emphasized if six draws. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm 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 thinking of getting a, a, a tattoo done, a Liverpool tattoo. You know. So. Well, well, can can I can I just say, as I'm looking here, um, Carl suggested a few things for for, uh, for ideas, and I'm not, <laughs> you I, don't read that list, out, Trev. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But I, I, but in the middle of it, I wouldn't do that, Tipa. But in the middle of it, I, I just did notice, uh, and this this can be as frivolous as 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 you like. But it's hardly, it's hardly a coincidence that it's this, the, the particular name of this thing that's upsetting us all. Um, come on, Eileen. Yeah. There's this, yeah, come on, Eileen. There's a spin you can put on that simply by reversing it. Uh, yeah. Why you don't come? I can't even do that backwards. What, yeah. what's, what's, what's COVID, what's COVID backwards, Drake Camp? Timber. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah, he's gonna win. He's, he's gonna win us the Champions League. <laughs> Champions League. Yeah, he's already I'm calling that. it now. I'm not calling the league. But I reckon <laughs> that he's gonna. He's gonna win us our nineteen Champions League. Uh, hey, well, he'll be knocking on about that stage where I played him. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but uh, I, I, I I don't know. I, I I just I really want to believe um, as 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 the Muller that I am that the Carl's theory is right here, uh, Cam, and that we will get this over the line and that they will just play the games. Uh, because of whatever contractual obligations or the awkwardness of, of, of not having a season complete or whatever it is, some sort of sponsorship necessities, whatever it is. We know the gate receipts are a minor thing, uh, in terms of overall revenue. So maybe, maybe, maybe he's right. What do you think, Cammy? Is, if, 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 same question to you. If you were to bet on this season getting concluded, would you say it will? Yeah. Yeah. You can't just, you just can't cancel a season. It, it it makes a mockery of the the whole the whole season then doesn't it? What the, you know it's just that's just ridiculous. You you could like say you you could put things on hold. You can pause it. I mean we got Euro twenty twenty. Move that to twenty one. So what? You know if, if at the end of the day the Euros are not essential. Is no, it not? Is it not the same argument there, though? Would there not be sponsorship deals in place? But Would they be not more of an international flavour to them? So it might be more... They'll more... have that next year. That yeah. they would have had. Mm. It's easier to postpone a 16-game tournament than it's supposed to a 38-one. Yeah. It would be remiss of me not to point out that the... Teams, the women's equivalent is due for 2021. Um, so... Hold them together. I don't know what that will do. I, 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 I wouldn't see a problem with that camp necessarily. Yeah. I would see a problem. I, I think it would be brilliant for the women's game if you had a, Festival if you had football. It, you know, you know, two games on in the same stadium, one, one before the other. It, it would certainly be interesting. I, 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 
I'm not educated enough maybe to know whether or not that would be something that advocates of the women's game would be into. In my own blundering way, I don't see a massive issue with it. In fact, I can see what you're saying, that it might be an interesting sort of promotional thing in terms of uh, crowd, profile of the game, yeah. Crowd crossover, that kind of thing, that might be interesting. But anyway, look, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I have a whole lot left in me to talk about football, lads. Because well, can I go back? Can I go back to something you said before? Please do. I've got no problem with what Diego Simeone did, none whatsoever. If that's what works for him, um, then fine. And you well, know, I, I, no, no, I never said I had a problem with a car. Just to clarify, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's. Well, the manager did. The manager I, said like they've got players like um, uh, you know, Lorenzo and um, and, yeah. and Corey and people like that. He said and they, they never played and they should be playing instead of I, just defending all the time. I've got no problem with what he did at all. I didn't. I didn't like that from Jurgen. Can, be, I, 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 can I, I, I give you a quote that. from Diego Simeone today? Uh, is this the one where he comes off as sound? Cam, yeah. Cam. I've put it out there, and I just wanted to be known. You can, you can, you can do your um, Diego love in them. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's. I'm not, I mean, I, 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 I have no love for Diego Simeone, but I think the point he was making was correct. It was, it was. But yes. I, 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 I have put it out there, and um, I wanted to, I wanted to get as publicised as possible because maybe it'll happen. Where the things have happened, that if there is the possibility of a fight club. I'd fight Simeone. <laughs> you, you know he keeps a, a cost down his sock, don't you? Uh, he's probably got a bolo knife in his fucking jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm having him. I will have Simeone. I don't like him. He annoys me. I respect him. He's a good football manager. He's not a great football manager. He's a very good football manager. Yes. But I want to fight him. Now, to get back to your point, uh, you were saying you were going to give a, a quote about how cool he is. No, 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 no. no. I, I, it was more about the point he was trying to make in that um, how it's not fair that the team that's playing um, away in the second leg gets an extra 30 minutes to get an away goal. Uh, and I think the point is a valid point that in, ex- in extra time, sorry, uh, away goals should not count. Yeah, I agree with that. But not to say that we, we've had that advantage before. So. Of course we have. Well, every yeah. team has who has, has ever gone to extra time and they're away. But, you know, he, it, it was just a, a valid point. And I thought, you know, yeah, fair play to the guy. You know, he, he can come across as sand. If Jürgen had said that, we'd be, we'd be lauding him for it. Yeah, and, and it's a valid point that Carl makes as well. I, I, I wasn't a massive fan of what Jürgen said. Now, I have to say, Correa is a shit. What did Jürgen say? I don't know what he said. Sorry. He, he, he was, he was, he was, he was. He didn't like the way the fact that they just and said, "Yeah, they've got better players for the system they've got. They should come out and play a bit more rather than just defend." Oh, all right, okay, no, no, I don't. I don't have an issue with uh, how a but team. He was trying, he was trying not to say it at the same time. He was trying to stop himself, and he couldn't quite do it. Yeah, because he because he kept saying, "I'm a bad loser," and I know, like you know, if, if let me give you let me give, let me give you a, another a Jurgen quote then that contradicts almost what he said there. Then when he first came to Liverpool, they said to him, "Well, you, you know, you." You're going to obviously look to build a better team, better squad. How are you going to cope in the meantime? He goes, well, if you're playing a team that's better than you, one thing you do is drag them down to your level. That's exactly what you do. There you go, I'm, Jürgen. I'm What's good for the goose is good for the gander, Yeah. And, and it's, it's, we can't moan. It's three hours. They beat us in three hours. Three and a half hours. Yeah, and 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 and, and I'm letting I'm letting our man off the hook because he is a decent skin. He's a good man, and he was hurting, and uh, he was pissed off because 
it was quite egregious to look at the likes of that little little ball of anger, Correa, trying to pull it up to Virgil incessantly. It was pathetic, really. Yeah. And and yet he kept doing it, and they kept doing it. And, and let's not forget what happened in the first leg, where they were... It was shithousery 101. And, and, and I'm not going to forget that. And I'm not going to say that I admire it. I don't. I, I do see that it's valid... And I will defend their right to, to yeah, my dying exactly. breath to do it. I just, I don't have to like it, like Jurgen. I don't have to like it, but they're entitled to do it, and they did it. And here's the I, thing: I, I refer you to uh, Gerard Houllier's UEFA Cup run of two thousand. Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly, exactly where I was going. Exactly what we were doing. That's exactly where I was that's, going. That's Houllier. What? What? Um, in, they mastered that in 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 the treble season. At least two of our trophies came around on the back of a couple of results like that. Certainly the FA Cup final, we, 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 we robbed them. Barcelona away, we robbed them. Both times Mickey Owen, actually. Uh, And we robbed them. And like, we, we were infinitely inferior over the 90 and we robbed them. And that, listen, (laughs) you know, that's football. That's football. Juventus away 2005. We had, we had one shot. We should have won one nil actually. Barras fucked it up, but, um, all we did was just sit there and just no frustrate, 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 and sometimes the oh, home, Marino's so good. Marino can do it as well. The home leg, the home leg was a belter though, Carl. I loved. Yeah, I was at that. It was such a good that game. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, God. I waved at you that day, Trev, but you ignored me. Yeah, I, I was. I was only young at the time. I was only forty-three, and I just I felt like you were coming on to me or something. You that, know what I mean? There may be an element of truth in that, but. <laughs> <laughs> It was an odd. It was an odd wave, Cam. What do you want me to do? It was an odd wave. Well, that was the idea. I was trying to attract your attention. I don't mind a man waving at me. In fact, I positively encourage it. But when he's he's at the same time dancing, writhing, you'd call that dancing. Well, it was whatever you were doing with that post. It was quite suggestive, you know. <laughs> Listen, leave, leave the post out of this. All right, the post was innocent. Yeah, unlike poor Armando, who had to who had to be Bob Paisley to your Emlyn, hey, hey, hey. his idea. I, I was just a, <laughs> I was just an innocent stooge in the whole. Oh, God Almighty! Oh. Yeah. Hashtag AI family, right? <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> just, you know what? You're not bitter or jealous, are you, Trev? Not in the slightest, and I hope it doesn't come across. <laughs> Don't yeah, even get God. yourself with me one day, don't worry. One day you'll get yourself here, all right? <laughs> I'll get myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, want, I want to start wrapping this up. I think we started around about an hour ago. So is there anything football-related that you'd like to mention? I mean, we're talking in general terms. There's no point in talking about specific fixtures at this stage. Um, but is there anything in, in general terms you want to mention? Maybe we left a, a glaring thing uh, on the table there in regards to last night or the way things are going or... Uh, someone's performance or the the Naby Keita thing worries me. We've gone into quiet zone like we do with injuries again with, with Naby. I wonder what's going on there. I was delighted with Ox, I have to say. I, I hope, Fantastic. I hope, Best performance by a mile. Yeah, I hope that's absolutely, a step. Absolutely run that show. He he could actually he could actually spur us on to the next six points if he's playing like that. He was bloody great. 
He was bloody great. And I he, thought he, Mo was really good as well yesterday. Mo, Mo, they Mo, all were, but yeah, Mo was great. Mo played out of his skin. He looked like he, he was back skin. to the Mo he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I, I think to be honest, um, the the front three, uh, Sadio, Sadio was, was our best defender of the day. Yeah, whereas he wasn't himself in attack, he was yeah. he, he he was putting himself out. He always does. Yeah. He's he's such a, a legend of a wee man. But um, Bobby was patently on the points for forty five to sixty minutes, and he had a couple of purple patches. But mm. I was so he wasn't glad. in the game enough at times. Well, even when he was, it was awful. And I, I was so glad for him when he got his goal. And I just thought, this is written. It was written in the stars. And then Chirante <laughs> and, and our man uh, between the sticks decided to do a deal with each other. It was horrible. Um, right, you said you wanted something. Here's one for you. Give me something. Give me something. All right, then. Um, obviously, last two seasons, City have won the league. Uh, the first season, they, they won at a, a real canter. They were... 25 points ahead of us. Yeah. I think it was. And then, yeah, we'll see, next, then next, last season, they were one point ahead of us. So in that period of games, uh, since the start of 27, uh, 2017, 2018, Man City, 104 games, 255 points. Liverpool, 105 games, 254 points. We're, you know, pretty much neck and neck with them. Yet Man City are regarded as the greatest Premier League team ever. Yeah, there we are, matching them, stride for stride. Mad, isn't it? It is mad, and people are going out of their way to really double down. I saw that dope Jason Cundy and a few other knobheads on talk shite. Uh, really trying to double down. They don't give me any more about this being the best team ever. They just don't want to talk about it because they want to talk about City's domestic pots or something like this, as opposed to the real metric, which is the one you just pointed out. Mm. That is, that's consistency right there. That's yeah, yeah, it is, it is, and it shows how good Man City are as well. Let's not take anything away from them. They they're a phenomenal football team, and we're matching them stride for stride. We're the only team that's actually stepped up to do that. Where's everyone else? By by winning the league this year, we'll have surpassed them over two years. And if we if we if we retain it, then we will have gone past them. Yeah. Probably, probably undeniably is the best Premier League team. Yes. That's it. That's it. Two, two, back to back league wins and we go past them. And as you said, they've set outrageous standards with every advantage under the sun. I want so, 103 points. This year? Yeah. I want what's, 103. Is that the, ma- what's the max we can get from here on? Uh, we could get 109, I think. Okay. Yeah, but I want 103. Reason being, that gives us an average of 100 points over two seasons. Oh, I see where you're going. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. and and we'll have also got the most points as well with the 103. Yeah, I think if the if the lads get a rest and they're able to train together, I, I would really fear for the next couple of teams to play against us. What do you think? It's one game a week now, isn't it, for them? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That, that's all. I mean, we know we know that Jurgen does this well. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I'll, I'll, I'll take the league, thanks. I'll take the league. Carl, any, any final football thoughts before I finish on a non-football thing that I want to... Can, can I ask some controversial ones? Yeah, I please. Thought, I thought Man United were brilliant against Man City. I thought they were really, really good. Oh, I enjoyed the shit out of that G- game. Great. And, and that, oh. that, that, that McTominay goal, no one's talking about just how hard it was like to do what he did. It's beautiful that, execution. That's, that's really hard. First yeah. time, and the, and the keeper's covering on the way back. That takes them to it. And also, I was at the Chelsea game. Um, that Scottish kid they've got is really good. 
Is he though? Yeah, he is. Oh, he one is, game. Yeah. Yeah, well, two well, games, two games against us and he, against. He, abs- he, abs- he absolutely ran our midfield all over the place. It was really good. Did he? In, the, in the ground, he looked really, really good. I was wondering, was a British player overkill? But you reckon he's excellent? Well, Fabino's not been fantastic, and Fabino might as well not been on the pitch. No, playing he, against him. No, he's not. No, he was. He was good. He was really, really good. I like that. I like that. It's, he's. I look forward to watching him. I couldn't really. I watched. I did watch that Chelsea game. I didn't. Yeah, he, he looks massively confident on the ball. I'll give him that. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. I heard a po- there's the podcast uh, from the Times. Uh, they were saying about that. As, um, it's, it's it's Gregor Robinson who's on it. He's obviously Scottish, and he said he he looks really really confident. His arms out. Can I have the ball? And we don't do that in Scotland. <laughs> we just kick people instead. So <laughs> we're not used to seeing that. So we don't maybe think he's a bit European for a guy. Although he, you know, he's, he's obviously extremely milk bottle white and painfully thin so he definitely yeah. fits that profile for Scottish yeah. midfielder yeah. We're, not, we're not used to you know, a kid demanding the ball that much against that midfield and do we know his background has he come down from the Scottish League or has he been hothoused in so, Chelsea yeah. okay so. so he is a proper Scot like because yeah, yeah, he's definitely whereas, whereas McTominay we know plays for Scotland but I heard him and he's got a broad mank accent uh, yeah. the first time I heard him speak was after the uh, derby there um all right, all right. Well, that's that's an interesting one. Um, are we done with football? I've got one question for you. It comes via Carl Kopak, by the way. I've got a question for you for, now, for last week. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry for next week, because this is another debate they had on the Times. Um, Premier League, in the Premier League, Liverpool era, your top three Liverpool strikers. Premier because it's, oh. it's not easy. No, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. We had a we had a more extended version of this via Malby on the spot. Jan was trying to pick his best Liverpool eleven. I can I can do I can do that that three now. You're the best three strikers of the Premier League, are you? Um, and Carl, just to just to confirm by strikers, we mean the generic term forward. Yeah, really. yeah, forward. Yeah. Right, I, is a can, so I can't have can, white forward. I, I can't. Of course, you can. Forwards yeah. a forward. Yeah. I can't wait till you do this because it's so easy. Go ahead. Oh, it's uh, Torres, Suarez, Mo Salah. See, Torres wasn't even mentioned. Torres was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that Robbie Fowler is probably the best natural striker I've ever seen, so he's yeah. in there. Maybe the best natural striker, but the best striker. Well, his record, his, uh, uh, Torres's record is better, right? Or uh, sorry, is uh, as his old, uh, you know, Torres. Robbie, Tor- Robbie was the best best finisher by far, but all round game, left foot, right foot, heading, but uh, first, first, first play everything. First, um, the 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 first hundred games, Mo Salah's seventy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goals. Uh, I believe next up is uh, Nando, unless I'm mistaken. Okay. Uh, with 60, Five. 63. Five, 63. Okay. Next up, then 63. I think you're right. Next up is uh, is Luis Suarez and Robbie Fowler. Yeah. With um. Suarez is better than Robbie, wouldn't you? No, I'm saying Fowler's better than Suarez. Oh, really? Okay. Because 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 Robbie did that as a child. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get he that. did that as a child. Now, if Robbie Fowler had stayed fit, yeah. sorry, Lu- sorry, Luis, but you're not even in the yeah, picture, yeah, pal. Yeah. And I, I I know people people yeah. have him and I, 
on a pedestal and people think I'm talking madness. But I, I, I watched nearly, well, I watched most games Robbie Fowler played and he was fucking mm. scary. Yeah, he's superb. He was. He was. Um, right. uh, Guy Drinkle's trio is is is. Well, you can't you can't compete with that. Robbie Keane, David and Gog, uh, Celtic, and, Liverpool, Tottenham, and uh, Andre Town fan. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I, I do you know what Cam? After all the shit talk, I'd agree with you as well. I I you know I, I just think it probably in terms of world stars, uh, I'd prefer Robbie. Right. You know, and Rushy did play in the Premier League era. He wasn't. Yeah, but not his best like No, no, but who cares if he uh, does? Does it have to be he was at his best in the Premier League? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think okay, 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 okay. Because nobody gets past Rushy. Carl, what's what's your what's your three, Carl? It's difficult. Um, I'd say just on terms of who excites me the most on the pitch, it would be Suarez number one. Um. And I don't like Luis Suarez at all as a human being, never have done. Um, Salah, but yeah, I, I would have gone. It's, it's somewhere between Torres and Fowler, and it's difficult for me because Torres wasn't there long enough. Robbie Fowler's career ended out, but Robbie Fowler was from the city, and that means a hell of a lot to me. And to be honest, you can't discount Michael Owen for what he did for the club, and I absolutely loathe Michael Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, not quite as much as I currently loathe Steve McManaman, Fletch. But um, <laughs> it's 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 difficult. But I love Suarez as number one. So if Salah and Torres would change around, and then I'd get four into three and get Robbie Fowler in there somewhere. But I think, but I think Robbie Fowler is, is a bit of a tragedy rather than the success it should have been. Yeah, yeah that's 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 how I, I think. Perfectly, perfectly that's how, that. Yeah, but, he did, but, but he did things that I've never ever seen a footballer do before, and definitely at that age. But Carl, say, Carl, to take him down the road, you know, that's amazing. Can I say something to you? When that Toxteth boy came back to Liverpool, Little I, fat Robbie. I will honestly tell you, right? I was I was at work. I got the news. I went to run to one of the lads who I know it would mean a lot to as well, who I work with. Man, I was as happy as a clown yeah. boy. That that meant the world to me to see that present. picture. To see that picture of 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 Robbie and and Rafa. It meant the world to me. It's it's like a highlight of my last yeah. 20, 30 years was him coming back because I fucking loved him. And every time I saw him doing well with Leeds or wherever the hell he was at the time, I was thinking, he should be doing that for us, you know, because he was outrageous. He scored outrageous goals for Leeds, outrageous, um, because he's such a talent. And um, <laughs> do you remember the, the spell when he came back and we were waiting and waiting for the goal and there was one that was, was offside and there was one yeah. that it was a foul throw, or oh god! Yeah, we had one offside against Birmingham the night you came back, didn't it? Oh, it was painful. It was yeah. painful, but it, it meant the world to me. So for that reason, and that reason alone, he'd be in my top three of the Premier League. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a tricky one because you, it's half the time it's who you like versus yeah. how long they were there versus how long were they successful they were. I didn't like Suarez, but I was at the I was at the Suarez um, the 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 Norwich five one game where I I honestly thought God was taking the piss. I've never seen a player just take a game like that and I watched a hell of a lot of Steven Gerrard but I've never seen him do what he did that night um, yeah, I, and, and there's that and that's that's the sort of that's pure entertainment honestly he didn't know what, what how he was doing the things he was doing that night yeah it's undeniable pure ability undeniable. Him, and, him and Sean Dundee very very similar <laughs> in many ways <laughs> Sean Dundee tweeted Meyer. me once you know oh what's yeah, the story Eric, Eric Meyer um, likes my article Rafa articles oh yeah now and then. 
Did I ever tell you I do a show with Jan Mulby, lads? Fuck off. Who? Get out. Yeah, exactly. Both. How many European Cups did he win? Oh, oh, that's a terrible question to ask. Move along. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just scroll through my phone just to see how many. Oh, that's like, terrible. Answer that question. Oh, Please, Jan, I'm joking, mate. I absolutely love you. Let the let it die. Let the thing. Oh God. Uh, let. Uh, I had a question. Oh yeah. I was gonna. Uh, sorry, Cam. Did, yes. Uh, you're definitive. That was that. Was that your like sort of scientific trio? I I think these are the best. Or do you have a, a you know a favourite that you want to involve uh, include in there as well? The favourite would be would be Robbie. Okay, yeah. but you but you but you'd have Mo ahead of Robbie. You'd have Louise. Yeah, and yeah. Have, I know. just think because um, Robbie was talent, whereas um, it's like you say, if he'd stayed fit, then it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a question. No, um, it wouldn't. Have. I, yeah. I, Nando's out of the question. P- possibly Luis yeah. is one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Mo is just taking it to another extreme. Can because I just say... Don't can forget, I... he's a wide forward as well. He's not even actually a centre forward. That's what makes Mo even more special for me. I wish more I wish more people would appreciate how brilliant this fella is. Yeah. Um, can I just say, I, 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 you sound like you always had a natural antipathy towards Suarez, uh, Carl. What was that based on? Because I never did. I always, I kind of always loved him. Um, and it was only when you know some stories came to light that you were sort of like, oh, it seems a bit dodgy, and then, oh, I'm not sure where the club stands here and stuff like that. But I never disliked him on the level that other people did, and even when. When the story came out, I was inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt because I just went. I wanted, I wanted to do that. Uh, what was your immediate? Well, that, I should, should point out that I've met the man. Um, and what did he bite you? No, he's nice. He's very nice. We had a chat. It's very nice. His English wasn't great, but we uh, met him twice. In fact, uh, no, it's because um, his girlfriend uh, is gone out, and he made my ten my then ten year old niece cry. So I fucking. Oh, of course, with the World Cup and the diving yeah. and all that. Okay. And that's before Liverpool, and then obviously the biting thing at Ajax, and I just thought, nah, you're not for me, mate. So I was really against him, and slowly he won me over. <laughs> I, I had nothing, I didn't have a problem with what he did at the World Cup. I, I can, I know. Uh, nor, nor was I, but it was personal. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm very sorry, I'm very sorry that, that a little girl cried, but I fucking love that. <laughs> not the crying. The diving. That was fun. I think that's what I I, I like shit Hazri on that level. Which is why I want yeah, to you fight. don't like Simeone. Why I want to fight Simeone. <laughs> I want to, I'm, I'm I, Carl it, I, it's a kind of I'm fighting myself, you know what I mean, man? Yeah. That's yeah, what hey. I mean. That's, the, that's why all the criticism is is is, is, is hypocritical of it because people are slagging off at Let's Go last night because if, if you didn't like what Atletico did last night, then hope you liked Rafa Benitez. Here's he how the fucking is. master at it. Here's how this show ends. The show ends with a question posed by Carl Kopak because we have gone on and poor guy is probably going, what are these boys still shiting on about? He's Googling so, Sean Dundee and Eric Meyer's rates, isn't he? That's what he's doing. Yeah, that's definitely what he's doing. It's definitely not cartoons. Here's the, the, the question I want to finish with. I thought it was really, it, it piqued my curiosity um, because I, I, I can only assume that Carl has an answer. and I want to catch young... Um, Range cold with it because 
Cam never remembers anything in terms of uh, in terms of agendas. So Carl Erdogan asked, "What was the food that you forgot you liked? What was the food that you forgot you liked?" Now he suggested his answer, so I'm going to let him explain it later on in a second. So something that you've eaten recently, you went, "Oh fuck, I really, oh I love this," that you'd forgotten that you liked. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say I forgot I liked it. I just haven't had it for a long time. I had pasta yesterday for the first time in ages. But that's just that's you. Yeah. That's just you remembering you love carbohydrates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was having a cheat day, so yeah. you know, I love carbohydrates. So I, well, I, what it was, um, me and Mando may have had a, a drink or two too many the night before. And I was just trying to soak up. So, um, uh, oh, you know what? I honestly can't think of anything because um, I've not oh, had no. anything oh, in the ages. That's like, did you have what pasta dish did you have? As a matter of interest, gnocchi, 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 gnocchi. However you pronounce it, gnocchi, They were laughing at me in the restaurant for the way I was pronouncing it. So. There was uh, there was a, a specialist restaurant in uh, Lake Garda when I was there in the summer doing some brain tourism. Uh, well, in the region, I stayed in Lake Garda because I'm a prick, uh, and I went to a few beautiful restaurants. And the gnocchi was amazing. Oh God! If you oh, do it well, it's amazing stuff. It really is when it's done right. It's just outrageous. So yes, I think that more than qualifies Young Cam as an answer. Now, Carl, would you care to qualify your answer that you put in here? Because I'm not 100% sure I know what it is. I think it is something that I, I love myself, but I'm not sure. It's uh, malt loaf. Okay, explain that. Which, to... which is serene. It's like it's it's almost like a cake almost, um, but you put butter on it um, and you cut it into slices. It's, it's like almost like a cherry cake, but without the cherry. Is it sweet? Um, is it sweet? It, yeah, a little, a little bit, not massively so I'd say, but you know the butter does help it a bit because it just takes the bitter, it takes the bitterness away from it at times. So okay. it depends what you have. If you have, it's it's sorry in the one we have. S O R. Sorry, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought it was. That's what yeah. I thought you were. Other brands yeah. are available unless you want to yeah. pay for your books. Then knock yourself out, lads. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I had like two slices of it the other day and just thought, my God, I love this stuff. Mal- have I, have I Mal- forgotten this? Yeah. Okay. Can I can I rock both of your worlds and maybe it'll mean nothing to you. And maybe you'll go, oh yeah, that brings me back. Not crisps again, is it? It's not, brother. No, Jama- Jamaica cake. Yes. No. Fucking Jamaica no. cake. Yeah. No. Oh. No. no, you don't like it. No, I can't stand it. What's wrong with you? I mean, you start the show off by being a diva. You, you you redeem yourself, and now you're back in the same place again. What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with Jamaica cake? I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bulky, isn't it? It is, a, it is a bulky cake. Well, it's just not very nice, is it? I don't. I, I, I hadn't had it since I was a student. I had it last week. And I went. This is the absolute dog's bollocks. You need it. You need it with very, very hot, um, hot tea. I think hot tea or or or, or a nice coffee works yeah. brilliant. Get on the Jamaica. Nice okay. thing is a nice coffee. What's wrong with you? You're you're both just bad people. I didn't realise until now. 
So T always wins, always. This entire podcast series has been a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called the prick look. All, all we've done is give each other prick looks all the way through it. Yeah, I, think our three, I think our three Tory listeners would agree with us as well. <laughs> Sorry, Jasper. Oh, Tarquin, we loved you. Bye, Boris. So Tarquin, Boris and Jasper have all headed up to the hills. They are secretly going to binge on lashings and lashings of Jamaica cake and ginger beer later on. (laughs) But not Noki, because that's a bit European for them. But not Noki. No, that's... The foreigns make that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Down with the foreigns. (laughs) All right. I'm about ready to finish this off. It's been about like 79 billion minutes. Uh, Can Brent, you have anything to finish this off with? Can I do another racial quote? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I've got loads of them. Let's throw it out there, brother. All right. This, uh, I apologize for any offense caused with this one. All right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. You're a black educated fool, son. These white folks have newspapers, magazines, radios, spokesmen to get their ideas across. If you want to tell the world a lie, they can tell it so well that it becomes the truth. And if I tell them you're lying, they tell the world, even if you prove you're telling the truth, because it's the kind of lie they want to hear. Man, you're knocking it out of the park this afternoon. What is that one? Uh, Ralph Ellison, whoever he is. So, um, to write it, yeah. Yeah. I just liked it because, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who like to tell the lies, don't they? And the lies become the truth and nobody cares. Not Dan Wotton. No, not Dan Wotton. No, no. no he's, 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 a, he's a really good lad. He's a sad fellow. Yep. He's he a sad fellow. when Caroline Flack dies. Yeah. He, and then deleted all the things he'd written about her. A sensitive lad. Uh, that's, that's calm. I've got to say, man, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Big Emlyn would be proud. Uh, Carl Kopik, any final thoughts from you? Couple of things. Uh, first one is the because we've we've not recorded for a while. In the meantime, we've recorded the latest episode of Sherlock from Adler to Amberley. Get in I, the, the massive, massive privilege to interview um, Leslie Klinger. If you know anything about Sherlock, he's basically the Bible of Sherlock Holmes. And I never ever thought in a million years I'd get him on and we discuss Sherlock Holmes and the fact the adventure of the five orange pips. And he, he was good for business. He was absolutely amazing. And he's going to come on again, which I'm really, really happy about. Oh, he's committed to a repeat. Well, what I do is when I say, um, so for example, because this is the only time it's happened, so I had John Reese on, who's my producer for this, um, who had the idea with me to do the whole thing, and we did The Case of Identity, which isn't a great story, I'd say. It's a clever story, but there's not a great deal going on. You can't really discuss it uh, for, for for too long. And I, so I said to him, John, you've done a talk, you've done a story that you don't particularly like. Will you come back and do a good a one you like? And um, so I, I so I usually say that to reverse because the, the early ones are the best ones, to be honest. They're going to get slightly bad in about a year's time. Um, so I said to Leslie Klinger, um, you know, would because he didn't like the five orange pips, and I do. I do like it. Would you come on and do a, a one you liked? And he went, yes, I can pick one. And then I said to him, because um, I haven't done this today, I said, can I ask you, what is your worst story? What's, what's your least favorite story? And it's one that I always say. So I felt like an affinity with him. We don't like the Mazaran stone. Love so I'm really happy about that. So Neil Atkinson is going to come on and do one he doesn't like because he loves to scandal and Bohemia. Um, and the second thing is, and it's a very, very personal thing, 
my dad would have been 75 today. Happy birthday, oh. Tom. Happy birthday, Tom, indeed. Happy birthday, Tom. Like that. Like that a lot. Um, and if you haven't um, given your patronage or even your ears to that podcast, go and do it. Um, highly recommend it. Because, you know, um, life's too short not to be listening to people who are passionate about stuff and you can hear it. You can hear it there. Uh, speaking of which, Series 2 of The Great Stories is up and running. Um, we will have Virginia Woolf's Solid Objects. Uh, I'm going to put out a placeholder because Pearl Pooley is slightly indisposed with a bit of work at the moment. Uh but Virginia is coming, and in the meantime, I am going to give you an hour-long short story. It'll be about 50-something minutes. It's Stephen King's Crouch End. And I swear to God, lads, the first time I read the story was when I was narrating it and recording it. I never read it fully, and there were noises in the background. There were tingles running down my back across my shoulders i was basically shitting myself by the end of the story <laughs> the guy's a master i didn't realize it i've no stephen king experience and crouch end is coming out for you if you think you like the sounds of that the great stories is on twitter and you can get all the various links that you need rss feeds get signed up for the love of christ i want to make this something that's going to be vaguely important going forward so please any support you can give me tell the person in your life who likes books or likes stories to have a listen to that um appreciate it thanks lads enjoyed this that isn't it's been a good comeback show it's been about two three weeks but it's a belter it's over long but guy doesn't mind because we haven't been on for so long and we should finish up that episode or this episode of the anfield index podcast with me thanking our listeners for being patient um, for staying with us for all these shows uh, and for supporting us throughout. And if you do feel a little bit of extra generosity, please tell us someone about the show, pass it on. Um, we do endeavor to give you a bit of value for your money in a way that I think most podcasters can't be arsed. And with that in mind, let me just remind you that with Liberty Shield, you can access free UK TV from anywhere, including BBC iPlayer, for match of the day, for plus Sky Go, for BT Sport, and all the Reds Premier League, Champions League, and live games. I have been Trev Denny. That was Carl Kopak. That was Cam Branch. Guy Drinkles in the background helping us out incessantly. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds. Six more points, and the Reds are champions. Stay safe out there. Podcast Network.